The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. Okay, uh, Adam, I'm going to, uh, I'm dusting off uh, my road dust. Uh, I was uh, out of town this weekend. I was representing yeah. Green White Soccer Club at the Landestrachtenfest der Donnerschwaben in Mansfield, Ohio. Um, which is a, a dance competition, and you know me, I'm a big dancer. Oh, yeah. Always yeah, have been. <laughs> but, you know, it's like traditional uh, German yeah. dancing uh, from, you know, a century ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so that was my big weekend, so I missed a lot of the, the Premier League uh, action, uh, and I, yeah. I'm dying to hear about uh, some of the things that happened. Um, if you want, I can give you a full... Uh, the full update on the dancing that would be great maybe uh, we could do it in between all the, the results that would okay. be fantastic yes well in the meantime it's time for free kicks and now free kicks free kicks with illinois youth soccer association's director of coaching adam howarth and rick kemper so before we get to some of the games from this past weekend and i understand yeah. there are some great ones um, you sent me a, a really interesting article that came from mm-hmm. Forbes magazine about the most valuable franchises in terms of money, like how much yep. they're worth. Yep. And you know what really shocked me about this article? I and mean, we're going to go over the top 10 here um, in a mm-hmm. moment. But what shocked me is how many American clubs are in the top 20. Yeah, that's right. Did that surprise you at all? <laughs> Yes and no. I, I, I can see, obviously, these are the big market clubs, right? The LA's and uh, the Inter Miami's. Obviously, that's just boomed because of Messi, the Messi effect. But yeah, um, I mean, buying an MLS franchise is not cheap these days. I think it's 500 million basically to buy in. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's not not cheap. And when you think about it, David Beckham got himself a heck of a deal. He got him. They gave him one. Yeah, so that was pretty good. Pretty good deal. So now he's now he's worth even more. Well, I mean, look at Austin FC is in the top yeah. thirty. Toronto FC, DC mm-hmm. United. Um, sure. Let's see who else is in here. Um, LA, LAFC, LA, LA Galaxy. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. you know, New York FC, uh, New York mm-hmm. City FC. That's they're worth more than some of the Premier League teams. That's right. That's right. Atlanta United is in is nineteenth. Uh, this is a, a LAFC you mentioned already. Pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Um, yeah. But let's talk about the uh, the top ten because there are no yeah. American teams in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but the top ten, we'll start with Arsenal, which um, is worth two point two six billion dollars. Yeah. Not bad. Arsenal, of course, has the. Uh, they've got their own stadium, right? The Emirates, mm-hmm. and they've got the the long history. They're in London. Uh, do you think? Is there any other reason why they're up here? No, I think. I mean, they, they've always been regarded as one. Obviously, one of the larger London teams. I thought. I thought they were going to be above the number nine team which we'll talk about in a second but yeah. I thought they were even going to be above uh, Chelsea as well but just yeah. because um, of the fan they do have a lot of fans that's for sure well uh, yeah that's another issue is you know just the the, the brand right 
It's, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like at Tottenham, as you mentioned, uh, yeah. uh, that they're number nine. Chelsea is number eight. So we've got these London teams, and even Crystal Palace is in the top 15, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The London teams are all worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea's yeah. worth $3 billion. Tottenham's worth $2.8 billion. <clears throat> And then you have uh, other clubs like uh, Paris Saint-Germain is number seven. Uh, Bayern Munich is the top, uh, the most um, valuable team in the Bundesliga. They're worth $4.86 billion. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Man City, number five. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, number four. Liverpool's worth $5 billion. Barcelona, number three. And then the most valuable team in the Premier mm-hmm. League and the second most valuable team in the world, Manchester mm. United, your favorite team. Yeah. It's a brand issue, right? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, they sell a lot of shirts. There's a lot of fans. Man United, obviously, the history goes beyond it. And so, whenever whenever someone... If you beat Man United, it's always a big deal. Right. Always a big deal. It's like beating the Dallas Cowboys. That's <laughs> true. And they're worth six billion dollars and of course the most valuable team in the world is real madrid at 6.07 billion all right i just wanted to talk about some of that because that is uh it's interesting when you see these teams if they if any of these teams that we just mentioned are struggling they've got no excuse at all yes yes and a totally few of them agree. are, at least one of them is struggling, or a couple of them are struggling. We'll talk about that. Why don't we talk about some of the games that happened uh, this past weekend? Uh, before we do that, though, I've got, we haven't played this in a few weeks. Yeah, play the music. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? All right, so uh, I got a lot of text during a particular game uh, yesterday, uh, the... Actually, on on Sunday, mm-hmm. the Aston Villa versus Liverpool game, which uh, you picked as the game of the week, it sure lived up to it, didn't it? Yeah, I think it was a really good game to watch, um, especially if you're a Liverpool fan. Now, if you're an Aston Villa fan, eh, not so much. Yeah. Uh, but lots of discussion, as we talked about last week, the whole Mo Salah, $150 billion, uh, 150 billion. They got me talking billions now. Yeah. 150 million bid for uh, for uh, Mo Salah. So that was a big discussion, but they turned it down. So he is staying at least for another few months until the next window opens, at least. Um, but wow, you are very cynical. You are very cynical. <laughs> maybe he really loves being in Liverpool. Maybe this they... is. Maybe he just. Uh... What's the difference between a hundred million and a hundred and fifty million? No, I agree with you. And Klopp did say, you know, Salah is a hundred percent committed. Yeah, you know, and that's you know, he he did say that he's hundred percent committed at this time. Now tomorrow <laughs> might be different. Different. Me. Oh, when they say, how about two hundred million? That might be a whole different story. Yeah, but he he, he got a point. but he was great. He was great. He he, he was the. Definitely one of the top players on the day, along with, and again, I still don't know how to pronounce it because he played so well. Dominic Shobisly, I believe, is the, I'm going to go with that. 
he was so dominant in the midfield for Liverpool, really ran the show. They just couldn't get close to him. And uh, he scored the first goal in the first uh, three minutes uh, to kind of set Liverpool on track for a comfortable, very comfortable victory over yeah. a very average Aston Villa team. <laughs> that feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Uh, I thought actually um, that, I, well, I, I just in general, I think that uh, Dominic is a pretty good signing. Uh, he's yeah. he's a good midfielder. That the, the midfield for Liverpool last year was kind of uh, lacking. They were all aging, and, you know, now they're all in Saudi Arabia. Um, but uh, he's he's young. He's got some some pep to him, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah, and to be fair, to, I mean, Liverpool played well on the day. And, and Aston Villa, that's why we picked it as a game of the week, because they were coming in on really good form. They won their last four games. They were playing very well. Um, so it was always going to be this game. And, and hopefully they can just put it down as a bad day. You know, this was, these things happen. I still I still think Aston Villa is a good side. I, I think they're going to so be too. in the, they're going to be in the top six. It's just some days just don't always work out for you. Um, but, um, you know, they'll, 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 re- they'll figure it out. They had chances. I mean, Villa definitely had a few chances in there as well. Um, again, had a few chances earlier on in the, in the game. And so, they, they, I mean, they could have put their chances away, uh, but just wasn't meant to be. And that's it. You know, bad day at the office, as they say. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not putting it together, um, there yeah. was a, there's another team that uh, I, I believe they play in London. They wear blue, and uh, I don't think anybody predicted they were going to lose to Nottingham Forest, uh, which is what happened last weekend. And I'm sure you watched that game. I watched it, and uh, I threw things. And, um, <laughs> there was a lot of anger. There was a lot of anger in the household. Uh, people were woken up from streets ahead. It was. Extremely frustrating morning. Did you create uh, any it, new swear words uh, that you could share with us? I certainly <laughs> did. There was a lot of swear words going on out there. I mean, I, I just really—it's—it's it's craziness, you know. You got a basically an eighty-twenty possession, Chelsea. But they, as much of the possession as they had, they looked like they were very lackluster in the attack. Um, no, you spent one billion dollars. Billion like with a B. <laughs> sounds like something from Austin Bowers. Yeah. One billion dollars, <laughs> and that's what we get. That's what we have, and uh, we we seem to be preparing for the future, but not the present. And uh, and I think that's the concern of all the Chelsea fans right now is that uh, we just we we're not the same team that look fairly good in the first game like as we mentioned and yeah. fairly good in the preseason um and uh we've got we've got people maybe uh, some people in some different spots i mean we've got some good wing backs but we've got outside backs playing on the wing i just don't know what's going on yeah. so um it, it's something they've got to figure out very very quickly they've got a couple of weeks now at least to kind of sort things out but, uh, yeah, it's um, it's well, a struggle. It's a struggle. They have a high-priced coach, Ponch. Uh, yeah. He needs to figure it out, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you look at the game, as much possession as they had, 
the most telling telling statistic I always look at is shots on target. Nottingham Forest had more shots on target, and they had twenty percent of the ball. Yeah, that's that not tells good. you everything. Yeah, I mean, we had twenty one shots. Chelsea had twenty one shots, but. <laughs> basically 19 of them weren't even on the goal. So the goalkeeper doesn't even have to make a save. <laughs> and Matt Turner did make a couple of good saves in the game, a U.S. goalkeeper. I mean, that's great feather in his cap, a, a clean sheet at Chelsea. That's great for him. Uh, but, yeah, it's we've got some work to do. We're going to see what happens in the next few weeks. And then we may need to get a new manager. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've, you've you've been very patient. You've been very patient. We've been, it's been long enough. It's been long enough. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about another team that is not thrilled with their performance. Uh, that's uh, the second most valuable team in the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manchester United. Uh, they had a big game against uh, Arsenal this past weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and as bad as the result was for Chelsea, I mean, this was was quite a damning result for Man United too. And I think, I think the after effects of what's taking place here, there was a a, a story there with James Sancho. He's not up playing up to par, and so he's kind of tweeting back about how he is, and it's getting a little vocal concerning the concerns of some of the players. Yeah. Not sure if the team is all on the same bus, so to speak, and that's concerning. And then uh, by the end of the game, you've got Harry Maguire and uh, Johnny Evans as your two centre-backs when you've spent all this money on all these players. Looks like uh, it could be a rough go again for Manchester United. I mean, they always look good in attack, but defensively, definitely a little bit of a challenge. Um, But uh, what a great goal from Declan Rice to score the winner in injury time to to uh, to put Arsenal through 2-1. And then Jesus scored even in injury, injury time to make right. it 3-1. Yeah, so the 3-1 result sounds worse than it actually was. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, uh, but they, I mean, Arsenal still looks very good. Um, I think they've got they, – they've definitely – improved from last year. There's no question in my mind. I mean, they're outplaying Manchester United. They look like they are a team that's going to be challenging, uh, even if they do have a former Chelsea player who whiffed on a ball. I don't know if you saw that one. It was <laughs> yeah. right in front of goal. <laughs> yeah. It was a bad whiff. But um, And wasn't there yeah, a penalty then, called back too, I believe? That yeah, so. yeah. But the thing for Arsenal, I think, which is going to be telling is Gabriel Jesus is back, and he looks yeah. very, very sharp. So I think he's going to be the, the difference maker. Well, let's take a quick look at uh, the top four um, and kind of give you an idea of which teams yeah. are off to a good start. And obviously Manchester City, number one, perfect uh, 12 points. Um, that, But the other team, there are actually two teams that I want to talk to you about that are, are, are kind of surprising so far. Tottenham. Tottenham, yeah. who lost Harry Kane and, you know, brought in players that were not nearly as highly regarded as Harry, seem to be playing out of their butts. <laughs> I mean, how do you put it? Uh, at West Ham is the other one. West Ham, who, uh, you know, struggled mightily last year, is mm-hmm. off to a great start. Are, are either of those teams for real? Great question. I really don't know. I don't know. I think 
they, there's um, Tottenham, I think, have just gotten off to a really good start. I mean, James Madison's been playing very well for them. I think he's been a very key signing. And West Ham have just gotten some good results. Obviously, they've beaten Chelsea. Um, good result as well on the weekend. Um, you know, it's it's hard to say whether or not they can stay up there. I long term, I don't think they can. Yeah. Um, and especially when I look at what they've got coming up, but, you know, West Ham, they're going to see how good they are when they play Man City. That's their next game. Right. So we'll see how good they are there. Tottenham, I think they're still a little bit suspect in the back. Um, so they're always going to concede goals, but they've always got, looks like they've got the opportunity to score goals. And the Sun scored a hat-trick on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, lots of lots of hat-tricks. On the, there was three hat-tricks this weekend, actually. Uh, Erling Haaland, Sun, and then uh, young uh, Henderson there from um, Ferguson, sorry, Ethan Ferguson from Brighton, how Brighton and the Hope Albion scored a hat-trick. So um, I, I think West Ham will stop, kind of drop into the, into, into the middle and, and Tottenham eventually, I think, will. So just short term, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, and looking at the bottom four, I think I have a funny feeling that these four teams are going to be at the bottom four yeah, all year. Uh, we've got Luton Town and Burnley, both with zero points so far. Everton and Sheffield have won, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they, so they managed to draw. Um, but none of those teams look like they've got much of anything. No, I, I agree. I think if you look at the bottom six teams, I think that's where you're looking at. This could theoretically, this is going to stay the same for the most of the season. Yeah. Wolves, Bournemouth, Sheffield United, Everton, Luton and Burnley. It's basically three of those six, in my opinion. Certainly Newcastle, yeah. are not, they're down there, but they're not going to be down there. And then I think everybody else has just got a little bit more than what they need. But they, that's definitely the bottom six. That's going to be their own little league yeah. to see who stays up. That's really it. Yeah, you're right. And a uh, bit surprised with Burnley. Off to a rough start. I know they kind of had a long spell. They didn't play that game because of Luton's pitch. I don't know. Did you get? You probably didn't get a chance to see the the Luton game no. uh, against West Ham. But they played their first game at home on their little <laughs> on their in their stadium. It was interesting because it's such a small. They they did increase the capacity to about eleven and a half thousand. But uh, yeah, it, it was. I really was looking forward to seeing it. Great atmosphere. Um, so exciting for Luton to be part of the Premiership, but wow, what a what a small stadium it is for for Premier League games. Yeah, I mean it's it's a great story. They made it up to the Premier League. This is the sort of thing they can talk about forever. But yes. this is a, a one and done, in my opinion. But yeah. next week yeah. we'll 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 do an entire show with our predictions, our, our annual prediction show. We pick the top mm-hmm. four, and the bottom three. Um, so you'll get a better idea of where we stand uh, next week. Uh, Free Kicks is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Illinois Youth Soccer has been proudly serving the Illinois soccer community since 1975 and has a strong history of credibility. Illinois Youth Soccer is a nonprofit corporation, official state association, and charter member of the U.S. Soccer Federation, administers U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, U.S. Soccer Federation Olympic Development Program, and U.S. Soccer Federation referee programs. And great news, you can get go to all of this. You'll find more information at IllinoisSoccer.org. 
We just got word on Friday. We've been awarded Illinois Youth Soccer Coaching Education. We've been awarded three B licenses. So we're going to be offering B licenses starting next year. Mm. One of those, we're actually working with Chicago Fire to host uh, with them as well. And then we're in the process of potentially uh, these new level one leadership courses, formerly known or currently known as the DOC course. We'll be looking to offer a couple of those next year. So lots of things for coaches to be part of. The B license is a big one because we have a lot of coaches needing that B license. So we're going to have a lot of those. And they'll hear more about that on Wednesday at the Coaches Connection, where we have lots of donuts. Oh, I haven't missed the donuts. No. So okay. come on by. All yeah, right. come on by. Yeah, I won't be. But, you know, save a donut for me. <laughs> Something. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm just trying to help you hype it. I'm just trying to help you hype it. So I know. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. It's all we can do. All right. All it's time for your favorite section. Time now to guess the Premier League star. Okay. So uh, we've had a couple of easy ones. I've decided yeah. to get a little harder for this oh, week. Okay. You ready? Good. Good. I like to be tested. You do you? Okay, good. Uh, this week's star is 24 years old. Okay. So he's a youngster. All right. He mm-hmm. is a young English star. All right. Okay. So I can't have a Premier League star if he's not a star, right? Well, the, yeah. that's a whole discussion. <laughs> we can do a whole show on that, but that's fine. Uh, he has played for the English national team. In okay. fact, he's got 36 caps for the English national team. Um, and he's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I think I know it. And again, <laughs> I'm going to go. Oh, come on. <laughs> All if right. I'm right, if I'm right, uh-huh. this has got to be the quickest one ever. All right. Declan Rice. Wrong. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh. He's 24. He is 24. Uh, he is 24. And this guy is also 24, and and just like Declan Rice, he's playing on his second uh, Premier League team. Okay, now you're making it up because it's Declan Rice, and now you're you're uh, shifting over. No, I'm just no, I'm not. Okay, all right. Um, He is probably really happy, just like Declan Rice, because uh, he has gone from a uh, you know a mid-table, also ran never really makes it kind of team um, to a team that is in the Champions League and is considered one of the most valuable clubs in the world. Maybe even top two in the world. Okay. All right. Okay. Gotcha. He may even have been childhood friends with Declan Rice. All right. Okay. That makes sense. So is he, and he was a former Chelsea player, would that be said? Well, I did say he was from a mid-table also ran, so yeah. See, this is is the thing that confuses (laughs) me. I mean, this whole mid-table garbage, this is, it's got to go. You said you wasn't going to do that anymore. You did That was the last one. I lied. Yeah. Mason Mount, whatever, whatever. It was Declan Rice. It was, should have been Declan Rice. And you just pivoted. That's fine. I get it. There are only there are only three good ones uh, that left uh, to go to other teams in the Premier League. So now we're done. Now we're done okay. with the uh, with the Chelsea uh, ripping. Uh, but it felt good. It felt good. <laughs> I still, uh, yeah, I know, I know. 
and, and and he's not playing. He's not even in the England squad. I don't think this this next one. So no, there you I don't go. think so. And, and he's and he's, he's th- injured right now too. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and, and is he really a star? Whoa. Since he left Chelsea. Wow. Is he really a star as of right now? He is was it? when he was with Chelsea. But as soon as you leave Chelsea, you lose that star quality. But, you know, <laughs> you're joking, but it, it, he kind of has lost a little bit of luster, hasn't he? There's no question. I, I mean, I feel better. I mean, I'll be, I love Mason Mount. I think yeah. he's a great player on top form. He's been fantastic. But he's definitely – this is probably one of the hardest times of his – of his of his career for sure he's definitely it's definitely a big struggle for him i mean i i hope he gets back to where he was there's no question because i think he he can definitely be a, a solid player for sure okay it's a uh, time for another feature now time for adam's weekend soccer tv tip okay so this is is this uh, international week this week this is International Week, so we don't have any official Premier League matches. But um, I did look at kind of ahead to see what might be a good one to watch. And then, so it seems like Saturday is a good day. We've got some friendlies, but then also some Euro qualifiers. And I, I'm going to put this one down, not just because I'm English, but I went to the game, the previous one. So the England versus Ukraine game was the one I got to see live at Wembley when we, we was lucky enough to take our ODP team over there. But now it's the re- reverse picture. So Ukraine is playing England. That's a good, It's a really interesting question as to where that game's being played because I'm yeah, not exactly right. sure. I'm guessing it's probably not in Ukraine. So they're probably playing that at a neutral site. And then USA's got some friendly games as well. They're playing in St. Louis against Uzbekistan. Uh, don't know too much about Uzbekistan, to be honest. Don't know if there's too many players from Uzbekistan that are playing at some of the high-level leagues. But right. um, the interesting story about this is uh, Tim Ream, and I believe Josh Sargent's in the squad. I'd have to double-check. But Tim Ream, who's from St. Louis, this will be his opportunity to play in front of his his own fans, which is great, you know, because he's from St. Louis. So they're playing at the new stadium, which would be really quite he's cool. He's with Fulham, right? Uh, he's with Fulham, scored on the weekend, yep. scored a nice goal. So uh, in good form. Um and uh, went to St. Dominic High School. I, when I was coaching college, I had a couple of players from there. So, uh, yeah, good luck to him. And uh, hopefully the U.S. gets a good result. But uh, it's just a friendly because they're, they're playing these games here just to kind of get them ready for their CONCACAF Nations League games down the road. But uh, So do we yeah, know so, if any of the, the European players – I mean, obviously Tim Reams playing, but uh, any of the other European players playing? Yeah, it's so a full squad. I think it's a, their full squad because it is a true international date. So Pulisic is coming back. You've got, obviously, Matt Turner's coming back. So, yeah, so you, they, it's going to be a strong squad. So that's the nice thing. So I'm I'm sure they'll be trying lots of different players in different things. But uh, you've got the all of the players that have been typically part of the World Cup qualifying. They're going to be or part of the World Cup previously. They're going to be all part of this, uh, this squad this weekend. So, yeah, should be a good group. And by the way, Pulisic's been looking great in Milan. Yeah, so I've heard. Yeah, yeah I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> and same yeah, with no, he's uh, good. Ruben Loftus Cheek is playing. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually Everybody's a fun team playing. to watch if you're a, if you're an American fan. 
uh, that AC Milan is. Uh, yeah, that's a team. Got to get yeah, the jersey. They're doing well. Yeah, that's All right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, free kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club, which uh, recently sent me to beautiful Mansfield, Ohio, a town that I don't need to return to. Um, Green White Soccer Club is uh, has been around for nearly 70 years, providing soccer for people of all ages. We have teams that are over 50. We have a player who's over 60 who still plays Ooh. for us. And all the way down to, like, age five. So go to greenwhitesoccer.org uh, to see all the different opportunities there. All right, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H-O's.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week. And next week we're going to do our big prediction mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last year we did pretty well. We'll see if we do well again this year as we come back for another episode of Free Kicks. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?